right. Well, howdy ho. Today is a day. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We didn't we didn't know we left, but we, we're back. We're back. It's been months. No, it's <laughs> been I think almost exactly a month since the yeah. last time we recorded. Because mm-hmm. the last episode we talk about how it's the beginning of October and now it's, it's the beginning of November. Of November. Well, we're ten days into it. Yeah. It's November tenth. Wild, crazy things. Months it's, don't stop. It's it's been life. It's been life. Um, we are things I never said in therapy. I'm Jasmine. I'm Vanessa. And we're back here with an episode. Um, this one's gonna be a little bit shorter because we're just gonna ask each other stupid questions that possibly are gonna turn into something that is more thoughtful, but start off really silly. Mm-hmm. But let's do our check-ins. Vanessa? Yes. I think I have splinter. That's a real low. Do we need a pause so I can get... I have multiple tweezers. You do? Because, I, yeah, I think okay. it's right there. We're pausing. Okay, we're back. Got the splinter. You did it. <laughs> it was really tiny. Right? And it was like... I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it we came didn't, from. We didn't, what did we touch that... We didn't go near any wood. I can't think of one thing that we touched today that would have given you that splinter. I know. (laughs) That's going to be a mystery. You know what? We're probably going to figure it out once we go back downstairs and look at all the things that we bought and maybe we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, check in. Okay. So my, uh, my low um, <laughs> I, I've had, I've just had some not f- feeling good days, like some sick days. And one of them was early this week. It was like a Monday and oh my God, it was the longest shift of my life at work. It was just nonstop. It was like one thing. And funny enough, had nothing work-wise came up. It was just like me. It was like one thing after the other and oh my god. It was it was so long. So so long. And and then a week exactly from today, I was sick as well. Like the worst vertigo you could ever think of and it yeah. So those have been my lows. For sure. Mhm. Mhm. And my highs um honestly I feel like my high is today. Yeah, today was a good day. Like, thankfully, I woke up feeling good. Um, did some Christmas perusing. I think I got a cute outfit for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, solidified some Thanksgiving plans. So, gonna. I think it'll be fun with like my parents, family, friends, and. Yeah, I think my, yeah. And then obviously we just watched like a really cute movie. So yeah, today was my high. Nice. Mm-hmm. I also like today. Mm-hmm. Um, my low, my low is getting some news about a work thing that was a real big letdown mm-hmm. that I thought was going to be a high. I mean, it's a semi-high, I want to say, but... 
It was also just I wasn't expecting it to be what it was. I don't want to say anything about it mm-hmm. just because I don't want to sound ungrateful. Yeah. But that was kind of my low. And it felt also just. I would say uh, slap in the face. Kind of like a slap in yeah. the face. And kind of like all of my hard work and I don't know. I I feel like, yeah, like it was a slap in the face because. I work at a level and I am told that the level at which I output work is incredible and then just the news was not matching the level of output that I I give. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, which just sucks because everything else about the job is awesome. Um, And my high is... Oh, and my other low is I got some family news that I also can't really divulge about, but that was also a low and a scary low. Um, and my high, also today, I think today was a really good day, had a lot of fun, had a holiday-themed latte, which was delicious. And we went to breakfast and mm-hmm. we do this thing where we do savory and sweet, where mm-hmm. one of us gets something savory and the other person gets something sweet. And then we split it. Yeah. And it's just, it's the best thing to do when you have somebody who also loves savory sweet. That means you don't have to get two dishes. Yeah. We can just split. It's mm-hmm. the best. Yep. <laughs> so that was really nice. Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to these stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it'll be a nice light turn of events from the last. I mean, I'm not saying that the last episode was not light, but I don't know. I think it'll just be fun and stupid. Mm -hmm. I love fun, stupid things. So that was our check in. So let's get into the main event. Yay. All right. Like I said, these are going to be stupid fucking questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see. (laughs) we're gonna start off real stupid as a a warm-up um vanessa how many chickens do you think it would take to kill a lion (laughs) oh um a whole lion a whole lion like regular sized chickens (laughs) (laughs) yes regular sized chickens oh i'm just gonna I'm gonna go really high with like a hundred, because I have a feeling the first fifty would just like, <laughs> just <get murdered. laughs> and they might tire them out. So you they're... know, I'm thinking even higher than a hundred, because <laughs> I'm imagining ten chickens. Because right now that's like the max that my brain can imagine, mm-hmm. and then multiplying that amount of chickens, and I just think a hundred could easily be murdered. By this lion. Because not only is a lion... Okay, also, what are the parameters? Are they <laughs> trapped in a room together? Or are they out in a big field? Because that can change things. The yeah. lion can go hide and, you know, be away from the chickens. Mm-hmm. Are the chi- Is the lion actively being stalked? <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. Like, who's trying to kill who? Is it just the chickens who, like, are ambushing a lion? Like, what? <laughs> too many things to think about. I would say 500 chickens, if not maybe a thousand chickens. Mm -hmm. If we're talking open field in the lion's 
home turf. Okay. If we're talking one single room, I think a million chickens. <laughs> because think about it. We have a tiny space. They can't run. They can't fly up. They're just getting whacked. And it's like multiple chickens dying on impact. I guess I just think of like that whole saying like chickens still running around with like its head cut off. So like if it is like. So they can still like tell. Yeah. Them. If it's still like hurt like that, they do still like flop and run around. So I think also the line would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I think the surprise factor is also a huge thing for the lion because a lion is not expecting to be attacked by a chicken let alone a million chickens yeah (laughs) i just think it's a lot of chickens okay my final number is 500 okay yeah that's good okay Mm -hmm. now we need to simulate that somehow so if anybody (laughs) can simulate 500 chickens fighting a lion um to the death please help (laughs) we need to know all right what's your question um so some of mine are like friend based. So uh like okay, it's three AM and I show up at your door saying, Pack a bag, we're leaving right now. Knowing me, what would you immediately assume is going on? Um, knowing you, I would think honestly, I would think it would be like an apocalyptic event. <laughs> some and you just know that I have a space for us to hide out because <laughs> So you would show up and be like, bitch, we're going (laughs) now. Let's go. (laughs) So I think, yeah, because I can't imagine you doing that for like any other reason. For some, the only like maybe you just won a bunch of money and for some weird fucking reason, you and Mario aren't together anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm taking you (laughs) on the travel of your life like we're going to go everywhere and I'm going to pay for you because I just want a shit ton of money mm-hmm. and Mario's not in the picture so it's <laughs> you who I'm taking <laughs> so those are the only two scenarios I can think of <laughs> yeah yeah makes sense mm-hmm. what about for me for you okay I if you just show like middle of the night all your shit is packed or like you have things packed you're like we, we're leaving I <laughs> In this exact moment, I'd say you you said the truth about work, like out on social media. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> but in a different scenario, I I would say I would say you'd be like, you know what? We're both just gonna run away and start new lives. Yeah, I just thinking about. Any scenario about me actually coming to your house at three o'clock in the morning and my bags being packed, Mm -hmm. one, it would be, yeah, starting a new life, Mm -hmm. but also, like, I think I would have to be, like, completely betrayed and distraught and Mm -hmm. just, like, my perception of reality just crushed. Yeah. 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 So they're not – for us, they're not the most positive because we're both pretty set in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be pretty it negative would, for yeah. us to be like, it's 3 a.m. I got be, my bags. Yeah. Get up, girl. We're the leaving. The end of the world is literally near type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's good to know that I could be like over at your house at 3 in the morning. You'd be like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I got my shit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Um, my questions are so stupid. <laughs> but they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's not a question for me to answer. Can blind people see in their in their dreams? I feel like the question would be, what do they see in their dreams? Yeah. And I'm talking somebody who's never been able to see their entire life. Yeah. Because I think people who become blind Mm -hmm. can see in their dreams. Yeah. Because they remember. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? I wonder if, like, how they imagine life looking, is that what they dream about? So can you imagine, like, we know what the ocean looks like. Can you imagine what it would look like to them or, like, what they see in their dreams, what they think it looks like? Yeah, also in descriptions because – they can only be described what things look like. Mm-hmm. What they, they have no concept of the way that things look. Like color. Yeah. How do you describe blue? The sky. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Bet you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's hurting my brain too much. Okay. Here's another question. If you had to get rid of one of your senses, which one would you get rid of? Hmm. <gasps> Okay, we have sight, smell, taste, hear, and touch. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it would be touch. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I've been close to to losing taste, so I can't live like that. Uh, Smell, smell would be like my second to go, but smell is like, you know, I do like my candles and stuff so that brings me a lot of joy and then yeah uh, my other ones like i i don't i would not i don't want to get rid of those yeah so yeah i think it would be touch which one of those senses would you be the saddest about losing Mm, honestly i think i think it would be my hearing Mm -hmm. because i feel like i'm surrounded by a lot of people that are really funny and they always make me laugh and a big portion of that is also like their own laughter mm-hmm. so and and you know like obviously like music music is a very big part of my life mm-hmm. um so yeah i think hearing i would be the saddest if it was like an accident, like obviously if I've had my hearing like my whole life and then an accident happens, yeah, I'd be the saddest. But if I was born without it, then mm-hmm. I'm sure it's I would I find would other like, ways. Yeah, to I'd love. be like, what is hearing anyway? Like, yeah. You know? But yeah. yeah, if it was like an accident, yeah, that that's what I'd be the saddest about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I would be okay with losing my smell. Mm-hmm. I need my taste because food is one of the things that bring me the most happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love food so much. And touch, I don't think I could lose touch because our feeling, because I'm very comforted by those things. Like Mm -hmm. the only way I can fall asleep is if Mark is rubbing my back. So I can't imagine, like, what would I even do then? Mm -hmm. Like, how how would I fall asleep? Mm -hmm. Just have emotion with his hand. Um, and, (laughs) and I, being able to see, I, I think there's a lot of beautiful things out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. I tear up looking at a sunset Mm -hmm. or 
sometimes, like even right now, the sky's kind of purple and the way that the lighting is out my window, it looks so cool and beautiful. I sometimes I just love looking outside this window. So I would need to keep that. And I feel like I'm okay with losing my smell. I like candles. I like sometimes I do get like a burst of a memory smelling mm-hmm. something that smells smelly. <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, smelling something that smells like a person or a place. Mm-hmm. I do really enjoy that. But I think I, I, it's the one thing that I would be okay with out of all of the senses mm-hmm. being gone. And the one that I'd be the saddest to lose if I did would be also my hearing because music is a great pleasure. I mean, I grew up in a house filled with music. My dad mm-hmm. was a musician and taught all of us how to play instruments. Um, yeah, I don't think anything moves me more emotionally or yeah, than music does. Mm-hmm. And also same thing, listening to people's laughter, hearing people talk, the different cadence that people can have or mm-hmm. the comfort of hearing somebody's voice that you love. I I'd be sad to to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. So we did get a little deep. Yeah. <laughs> get to know us a little. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, this one is <laughs> Um, which food has the same energy as me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I immediately saw a red food, and I can't (laughs) decide if it was a bell pepper or a strawberry, (laughs) (laughs) which are two very different things. But you know what? I think I'm going to go – it's definitely a red food. Uh, I think I'm going to go actually a chili, like a chili pepper. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you add a lot of flavor to my life (laughs) (laughs) and you have a lot of spicy takes and you don't hold back. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to go. Yeah, that's what I'm going to stick with. (laughs) What am I? What am I? (laughs) Honestly, first thing I think of with you is is ramen. Aw. Yeah, like a, a legit prepared not like the packaged at home mm-hmm. ones like a ramen dish um because i think of it for you because it's very comforting and uh it's very filling and i feel like ramen you can adjust it to like however you want mm-hmm. and i feel like you're really good at anticipating like what someone need like if if you have someone that you know they just need someone to listen you don't try and like give them advice or anything or if someone does come and ask you for things like so it's like you know how to accommodate like the people in your life really well and effortlessly so that's that- so sweet <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just went straight food I should have got a dish <laughs> <laughs> all right let me think let me think I don't know. I have to think about it longer. My initial reaction is still chili pepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I've just Googled a hundred getting to know you questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is how Mario and I started liking each other. Or like, I guess this was like how our friendship really started. Mm-hmm. Weren't we, you playing like 20 questions? Yeah. Or something? Because the thing was, 
there was like nothing really for us to talk about. So I finally just started doing that. And he's like, what are we going to play 20 questions? I'm like, well, what, what else do you, is there something, do you have this whole subject you have that you want to talk to me about? And we just kind of started like that. And then we continued it like on Snapchat and, and then just like the, all the years throughout our relationship, like we will still pick up that game randomly. Mm-hmm. We're way past the 20 questions, but we pick it up randomly throughout our lives. No, that's so fun. I love just asking people random questions. I mean, mm-hmm. th- I think this is so cool. You get to see how people think. And also as the years have progressed, you've been together for like eight years. Yeah. So you've changed a lot. Also, you got together when you were super young. Mm-hmm. So being able to like ask each other, even if it's the same question and see how your answer has changed. Mm-hmm. That's so, I think it's cool. I think it's sweet. So yeah, let's, let's ask some stupid questions. Do you like or dislike surprises? Why or why not? Um, I, I actually like them. Um, I think very rarely it depends on the context, on the context. Like I don't like surprises where it was something that was forgotten about and then it's presented to me as a surprise. Mm. Like if Mario knew we were supposed to do like go to, let's say, um, some type of engagement that night and he never told me and he's like surprise is what we're doing those i don't like Mm -hmm. um but i do like surprises like gifts um surprise parties or like even surprise trips i know trips might stress some people out but yeah i do i actually do like surprises Mm -hmm. yeah i think for me it depends on the surprise. I do not like being scared. Mm-hmm. So if somebody like surprise scares me, I, my reflex is to punch. Yeah. Which is really weird because at the same time, I love Halloween mazes. Like mm-hmm. I love a haunted house. Yeah. But I think because I'm expecting to be surprised, it's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. But if somebody were to actually like jump out and be like, boo, I'd be like, ah, punch him in the face. <laughs> so I don't like those type of surprises. I do like surprise gifts and I like surprise parties um, because it makes me feel like they thought in advance about me and thought about me outside of just when they were seeing me. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a surprise party. Well, somebody tried to give me a surprise party Mm -hmm. and then the surprise (laughs) was ruined. And I thought that was really sweet because... It showed that everybody was really thinking. And the year before, I remember my birthday just being really lackluster. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm the type of person who cries on their birthday every year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's my own fault. Like, I get my hopes up really high for no fucking reason. Like, I know, like, it's not going to be a big thing or it doesn't need to be a big thing. But for some reason, like, my I always, like, think it's supposed to be something different. And so one year... Nobody saying happy birthday to me, despite having a cake. And that that was the year before the surprise. And so I felt like they're like trying to make, to up, make up for, for it. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm still kind of butthurt about the. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I cry every year on my birthday, too. I wonder why. And, and it's not like. This is going to sound depressive, but it's not it's it's not like they're happy tears. No, they're never happy yeah, tears. I'm not, not crying out of happiness. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> and same like like some years I know why. Like one year it was that I argued with my mom. 
Um, there was another year where I argued with Mario. And, and so some of them, like, I know, but there's other years where I'm like, something like just doesn't go well. Yeah. It that doesn't day. ever feel like things are going smoothly. Yeah. Or, you know what it is for me? And I, this is no hate towards the people around me. And I, it's my own fault. It, if you've ever seen the new girl episode, when it's Jess's birthday and she's like, I don't want anybody to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then she like continuously gets her feelings hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> because nobody did anything for her. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, she she's like, oh, my God, you you actually didn't do anything. <laughs> um, that's kind of how I feel <laughs> is I think because I'm always a person who's like the planner and the the one who wants to make people feel special. Mm-hmm. I have this uncanny ability to not feel special mm-hmm. and because of that i for everyone else i want them to feel like they're loved and cherished and like noticed mm-hmm. and so when i feel like people aren't doing the same for me it it feels like they haven't noticed the effort that i put towards for them yeah and so that's why i get like sad on my birthday is like <laughs> I, it's so selfish i want everyone to pay attention and love me yeah, it's 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 the day to do it's that the day to like spoil me i just want to be yeah. spoiled like that is why i specifically because for, when my sister was born my it was a planned c-section for my mom because she'd already had one with my brother mm-hmm. so she could have picked any day she tried to pick mine i went so far as to like i dictated when my sister was born because i said <laughs> it's not it's not gonna be mine it's not gonna be on mine because here's the thing yes from a parent's standpoint they were like well, we could always do both on on that date but selfishly i knew the young Younger yeah. one's gonna get the attention. Yeah, they're the youngest one, especially her first birthday, and it, like everything. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I was just gonna be forgotten about. Mm-hmm. So I t- talk about selfish. I literally said, uh, "My sister's not <laughs> like I dictated when she was being born." Mm-hmm. So that's why hers is on the eleventh and not on mine. Yeah, and I think that's another thing about my birthday is that it's so close to Christmas mm-hmm. that it's real. I've, I think I've always felt like it's been a forgotten birthday because everyone is so present and just socialed out mm-hmm. at this point in the year. It's the weird lull between Christmas and New Year's where people mm-hmm. are kind of just having their downtime and enjoying their downtime before they go out and party again. Mm-hmm. And I like that feeling. I like the downtime in between, but I also feel like my, My birthday's overshadowed by that, Mm -hmm. which is fine. I don't need it to be, I, I don't need it to be like super special. I just want to feel like it. There was thought put in, yeah. And sometimes it feels like an afterthought because Mm -hmm. of all the other stresses surrounding my birthday. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's gotten better. The last two birthdays, I've actually been good. I think last year was the first year I didn't cry on my birthday. Which is crazy. Oh, last year I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know why. I feel like I'm really going to cry on this birthday because I'm turning 29 mm-hmm. and I, it's the last 20s birthday that yeah. I'm ever going to have. And that's just weird. Yeah. I I know it's not like a actual big thing to turn 30, but as a woman, it is a big thing to turn 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have so much media around women turning 30 that 
how can I not think it's a big deal? Mm-hmm. And then also now is the time where people are like, are you going to have kids? Or are you not going to have oh, kids? Yeah. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, like you're our as a woman, my time clock is ticking it to decide and I'm still on the fence. And so, yeah, I don't, I'm at the point where it's like, I'm not going to just do it to do it, but I'm also turning 30. So uh! Yeah, well, it's like we had talked about um, kids is one of those things where, you know, there's one side where I don't want any. There's that fence in the middle. And then there's the other side where I do. Yeah, you have to be on the do. You have to you be on the, the do. You can't be hanging on the fence like, oh, I'm just going to swing my legs. Mm-mm. Just you absolutely have to be on the I do want to side. Yeah, there's no in between on that one. Yeah, so. I'm definitely going to sob on my 30th. And I think I'm going to cry on my 29th. I don't know why yet. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you well, know. We're I'll, 20 days apart. So yeah. You let me know why you cried on your 29th. Yeah. I'll let you know why I cried on my 29th. Yeah. Oh, and we then, should do birthday yeah. episodes. I was going to say, then we'll talk about it. Like fully, like once they're both over, be like, okay, this and this is what happened to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that our birthdays are both in December. uh all right (laughs) on to the questions again do you have another one or do you want me to pick from here um do i i do okay if i sold the rights to my entire life to netflix so they could pick one specific period phase or experience to turn into a comedy what would they choose (laughs) to make the movie about oh goodness um i think from the time that i've known you Oh, there's so many choices. <laughs> um, I think I already know for you. Okay. I think for you, it would be around the time that you and Mario got together. Okay. Because it's both a, it would be a rom-com. Mm-hmm. But it would be like the one with a third act breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Before the happy ending. <laughs> Um, either that or it would be, <laughs> I know this isn't a comedy, but when your family's affair came out, <laughs> it would absolutely be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it would. Because I, I will literally give them scripts of our family <laughs> meetings. Our family meetings always end in laughter mm-hmm. and As they should and and me walking out being like all right i'll see you guys at the next one <laughs> three next months one. from now <laughs> where we're gonna hash it out <laughs> it's always the most intense conversations i mean oh my like gosh. old shit gets brought yeah. up like shit we're like college stuff still i'm like we are way past <laughs> you're like i am stuff. a married woman now. yeah why well, are we bringing up college you know what's crazy sometimes even like our high school grades get brought up what? it's like it's like your mom hid how bad you guys did in school. The only person whose high school grade should be brought up is your sister's. Because <laughs> she's the only one yeah. in high school. So I'm just like, I'm so and sometimes like, <laughs> I'll get texts from Mario being like, do you need me to save you? <laughs> You're like, no, 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 this is cathartic. Yeah, I said, let this I said, out. no, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm gonna be out in like 10 minutes. And then we'll be doing this again in a yeah. few months. Okay, so how I, that honestly is probably Probably would be a great script and you should get started <laughs> on it right now because the writer's strike and the actor's strike is over. Yep. So t- this is the time to get that shit out there. Yep. Yeah. Because the stuff we've been getting. 
<laughs> what the fuck have we been getting? It's a little, it's a little like, um, guys. We've been getting things that I'm like, did AI write this? <laughs> so what come on, this? please, just do better. Do better. You guys just got the best, or at least everything you want. Like, please do better. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, but okay, so yeah, I'm gonna either the rom com or the family drama. Yeah, comedy drama. Okay, dramedy. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Something with heart in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like something meaty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, tell me. Tell me. Okay. I have a feeling, but. <laughs> I I had, I also had two options. Um, Give me both. Give me both. Okay. The first one is literally when we met. Mm-hmm. And, and the entire, um, like, journey uh, that of, like, you know, friends, and admitting things and then like having an up and down with like another friend one in that exact same <laughs> friend group uh-huh, uh-huh. and then and then finally <laughs> having so much drama off stage of the theater we were all well we're in crayons <laughs> <laughs> like you the amount of like the amount of like young adult drama that was happening during a children's show on stage yeah. was <laughs> insane. <laughs> Good, especially when you finally have the actors in costumes <laughs> and people are crying just as a fucking crayon. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that's yes. my number one. Um, and I feel like that version would be a like coming of age type mm-hmm. one. Um, this other one I think would be a bit more like mid twenties to like late, and it would it would it would be when like your family trauma started. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I love how both of ours are so similar. Yeah, and like, and you know, they like kind of happened at the same time, yeah. which is the funniest thing. Exactly. Too. We're, you know, I think because we're twenty days apart, mm-hmm. something in like astrology or whatever. It's called like your Saturn return or whatever, but it's supposed to happen around your twenty eighth year. And guess fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> both of us have gone through it. Yeah. So and it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like both of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Here's a pitch, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of a uh, okay, a love triangle happening during a play for children that we tour around elementary schools dressed as crayons. Take it or leave it. Yeah, <laughs> legit elementary schools. Elementary schools. Drama happening in the backstage. Oh, and we had to drive ourselves. <laughs> so we literally had our own cars and people had to pile into the cars. <laughs> We're like clowns. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. um, if you use that pitch, you have to pay me. Yeah. So <laughs> please reach out. Yes. Reach out. Our email is in the bio. <laughs> we look forward to your yep. contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. What is the best gift you have been given? Oh, ooh, that's hard because uh, they've been from different people. So they each like, they're each like the best, but I don't think I have one general one. Mm. You know, I don't have any memories about the best gift I've been given. I do have a memory of the best gift I've seen given. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, to, what was it? Let me go. Okay. 
It was the Christmas of 2012. Okay, My, yeah, I wasn't around. No, you weren't around. <laughs> My parents have both just gotten laid off. <laughs> oh, I do know this story. Yes, uh-huh. And we obviously did not have a lot of money at the time. Yeah. To give gifts to people. So we did a lot of like handmade gifts or small mm-hmm. trinkets, you know, things that are not very expensive. Mm-hmm. I think I remember getting like some books and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And everybody getting very small things because both my parents didn't have a job. And so my oldest brother who did still have a job, who and he's uh nine years older than me, 10 years older than me, mm-hmm. uh, obviously had a lot more money. And so he got my littlest brother, who is seven years younger than me. So their age difference is like fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, He was, I want to say, like 10 or 11 at the time. Mm-hmm. And so my brother hid his gift. And my little brother made trinkets for all of us because he was like, I know we don't have a lot of money this year, was so into the Christmas spirit, like making sure that everybody felt like they had something for Mm -hmm. like given to them. He was like, every I picked out every single thing, like was so into it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, that's all the presents. And he's like, just so content because he just wanted everyone to feel loved. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden my older brother was like, there's actually one more gift that we haven't given out yet. And he comes, picks picks it up from behind the couch, and it's a PS4. Yeah, PS4 came out during that time. And my mm-hmm. little brother really, 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 really wanted a PS4 so, so bad, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's a kid. Yeah. And he pulls it out, and he, before he, it wasn't even wrapped. It was in the fucking grocery bag still. <laughs> or like, <laughs> still in the bag. Yeah. And my brother can see through the film that it's a PS4 mm-hmm. and just starts bawling, like can't control himself. I mean, he's just a tiny little kid. His emotions <laughs> are too big. And he's like, you got to me. He couldn't even like touch the thing. Like that's how <laughs> emotional he was. He's like. <laughs> so just imagine like this little kid who did everything he could to get the cheapest gifts, but still like really thoughtful gifts for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then finding out that he did get the present that he wanted, like with all his heart. It was so sweet. Literally <laughs> everybody in the family is just bawling. We're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, it was a very special Christmas that I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're so poor. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, oh. To have that feeling again, I you know what though, like the love that was shown that day was mm-hmm. just incredible. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I can't think of one gift that I was like, "Yep, that's the best gift I've ever gotten." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have like one. I can, um, I mean, I think when I was young, oh, I think it was a birthday gift. My mom got me this it was like one of my first books ever and it was really thick and it was basically it was almost like a classic edition um and it was full of like fairy tales so you Mm. know those like really thick ones and even the thick cover but they were all in spanish so they were and they weren't like 
Mexican like fairy tales, but they did have spins of it. But mm-hmm. they were, I remember one of them was the princess and the pea, where oh, like, I love she, that yeah, book. where she put and she put like 10 mattresses on top and she was like, oh, my back the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other one was, this one was one that I was like, so like shocked but not shocked that it was in there but i didn't know like what the origin of it but it was about 12 sisters that the the her their dad was super strict and wouldn't let them go out so they'd sneak out at night to go dance all night mm-hmm. at a club and then they would come back home and the way he knew that they had gone out was he would check their shoes and their shoes were all busted mm-hmm. so and then i think like the way it ended was like one of them at night or like realized that she had been dancing with like the devil all night type of thing. Oh my God. And again, it was like a fairy tale, but like nothing happened to her. Like she still came back home. Mm-hmm. And I think she was the youngest one. And, and so, so it was like a bunch of different fairy folklore, tales. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Folklore fairy. And they were all in Spanish. And, Spanish was my first language because I didn't go to school until I was until kindergarten. So until I was five and I remember reading in Spanish was like it was pretty easy. It came naturally. And so, yeah, that was I would read that book all the time to the point that I the the top cover came off. Mm -hmm. And again, these are like thick covers. Yeah. And the fact that it they it just like came off, it kind of like ripped off. I like that's how much I would read it, and I lost it when we moved. Oh, so I've never been able to refind it, and I, I don't even remember exactly what it looked like because I mean I lost it mm-hmm. when I was like six or seven. So, yeah, that's that is that was like very special, and then I think the other one is. It's one that Mario gave me and it wasn't even like a gift for any reason. He was just like, oh, I I was like trying this like machine out. He made me, he handmade me like a Harry Potter wand. And Aww. then at the bottom of it, he carved the letter V, like the my first initial. Mm-hmm. So I that is pretty special. Like I have it in my bookcase. Yeah, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your story about the the book reminds me of when I was little my grandpa my grandparents still do and did when I was younger Mm -hmm. have a room where they just have a bunch of books in it kind of like a a study Mm -hmm. and um in that room they have like all the reader's digest prints of the classics Mm -hmm. and also encyclopedias but there was this one book of like the because they had the whole Basically a whole set of encyclopedias, but there was one called like storybooks. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I'd go to their house after school, because their house was right next to my elementary and my middle school. So I'd walk to their house after and then my parents would pick me up from there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would get the storybook one from the shelf Mm -hmm. and they have the princess and the pea in it too. And a bunch of other different like folklore and fairy tale Mm -hmm. things. And I would read it in the bathroom and I go poo. (laughs) And, you know, like if I really think about like the origin of my love for reading, it comes Mm -hmm. from it feeling like it was a bad thing that I was doing. Like I was stealing books from their study Mm -hmm. or something, but really it was just, I, it was there for to be read. And so, yeah, I loved 
that that book and all of those encyclopedias. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how correct any of them are anymore <laughs> because they came out in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that book has a special place in my heart for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. All right. Do you do you have another? Um, I think um Okay, if I went on a first date and you had to give them a warning about me, what would you say? <laughs> Um, she laughs like a witch. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no, I honestly, I don't know. I don't think I would ever do that to you. <laughs> I would never. I feel like it would be like such sabotage to tell the person I don't even know that yeah. you're going on a date with something to be careful about her because she like what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I I would say anything, but if I had to. <laughs> um, what would I say? I feel like I have one for both of us. And I don't even know if it'd be a first. I feel like it just it's a warning just in general of mm-hmm. us. I feel like I would say if it is like a romance thing, it's like, okay, if we go on a date with you and then suddenly – we're cold to you after and we just don't it's like (laughs) our feelings just change like that do not take it don't get your feelings hurt if suddenly we we no longer are interested yeah like we're just and and we will tell you that like I'm just not feeling it and it's like what do you mean it's been one that's enough yeah trust me one date is enough yeah for me to decide if I'm into you or not yeah and I feel like if it's a non-romantic thing then it's the same it's like if I cut you out of my life um I just yeah nothing I personal just I just don't have time yeah for I just you specifically. yeah I just did like I don't the way couples break up because they grew apart that's the same thing with friends mm-hmm. or with like classmates or whatever but not us no but not us no <laughs> don't you do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no not us um and not like you know the girls in high school I talked to and stuff mm-hmm. but um, honestly, I feel like anybody that I met in college besides you, I don't keep in contact with. Yeah. Not like on a personal level like that. Like if I, I see them, I'll be like, hey, yeah, how you been? I'm, yeah, same. I'm cool mm-hmm. with them if I see them, but it's it, – I don't think – the only person I made an actual real connection with was you and Mark, mm-hmm. which that's all I need really. Yeah. That's – everybody – like like I said, I don't um, – I'm really happy to everybody that I did meet and – I yeah, say that with more time. enthusiasm. I am, and I had a great time while I was there, like especially when I was at Dominguez. I had a great time, mm-hmm. but that's that's really it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's like that's the warning. I get. That is a good warning. <laughs> yeah, because truthfully, I would be like more of giving them a warning. Like mm-hmm. if you're a dick or if you hurt her, I will murder you. Mm-hmm. That's the warning I would give. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you don't deserve her. <laughs> No one deserves her, so be a decent human <laughs> or I'll find you. It's just so easy nowadays. Oh, my gosh. I would First of all, I'd be like, Vanessa, hold on. Let's stalk him before. Make yeah. sure he's a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest thing you have by your bed? Um, the weirdest thing. I always have a bunch of empty water bottles. Mm-hmm. And they... I have a small nightstand, so it's like they don't fit, and yet I don't toss them. Mm-hmm. So I guess a bunch of empty water bottles. 
after a while. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I have a bunch of picture frames that haven't been hung up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just am hoarding picture frames for some reason. Hey, remember our first episode when we talked about picture frames not having pictures in them? Yeah, it's <laughs> still... They still don't. <laughs> it's been six... Well, when do we start? June? July. July. And I put these up around July. Then it's almost going to be six months, yeah? Ugh, I got to get on it. The next By the next episode, I'll have one extra picture in. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Just one. If you could be the best in the world at something, what mm-hmm. would you be the best at? Best in the world. Best in the world. Mm, I think I'd be the best. I would choose to be the best writer. Where like I don't even have to draft things. Mm -hmm. I can just. It's like people that say I just shit out gold. Yeah. That's that type of level. Mm -hmm. That best is what I. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great best to be the Mm -hmm. best at. I would be the best chef in the world because I love food. And I'm not I'm not a terrible chef. I'm not a chef at all. I'm not a terrible person who cooks. <laughs> but to be able to craft food exactly how you want it to taste, mm-hmm. that is a skill and yeah. a best that I wish I had. I don't even want to be like the in a fucking restaurant. I just want it selfishly for myself. Yeah. To be able to just anything that I can imagine to make and eat, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. And I just come over all the time or send me leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what else you got? Uh, I think my last or one of my last ones is What's the one story involving both of us that you never get tired of telling others? Hmm. I think I'm going to need you to go first. Hmm. Every memory of us just faded from my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's like I just met you just now. <laughs> uh, there are so many, honestly. That I never get tired of telling. I don't know if it's that I never get tired of telling, but I, it's a story, it's, it's a memory that I, I probably, the best way to put it, I would never get tired of writing it. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I mean, it, when I say it, it might not sound that special, but it was, like after one of our rehearsal nights in college, like very early, and most of the time we would go to like a fast food place and it would mostly be McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And this McDonald's was like always by the time we'd go, it would al- always almost be like by itself. So there'd be like nobody in the parking lot. And I think you had you had just shown me like I learned a lot of different music from you. And I think you had just shown me like a song and I know a song you're talking yeah. about. And I remember I, as soon as I turned my car on, it was like playing. And so then I turned up, I turned it up like in my car, all that it went. And I remember I got out of my car and then you got out and we were just dancing in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was another person, but they're relevant. <laughs> and- <laughs> 
so irrelevant. <laughs> except for if it's a song that I'm thinking of, it was the um the song about like telling your best friend that you're in love with them or something like that. The or was it group love? No, it was group love. Okay, yeah, because I have we've dan- done this a couple times. Yeah, and one of them was dancing the group love, and then the other one was mm-hmm. um. Like the whole premise of the song is about telling somebody that you like that you like like them. Uh-huh. And it's like the whole time, the whole chorus is them like saying, Do you like or like like me? And I remember that person that yeah. is irrelevant now. We're singing and dancing to the song with them and mm-hmm. them looking at me. <laughs> no, I, I do remember that night. It wasn't that night. No. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. He likes me. Yeah. Oh no! I think it was. I think that. And the crazy thing is, I think it was even raining that night, so mm-hmm. it like added to whatever. Yeah, he whatever hallucinations was it. Was it, it, it oh, added. I was to like, it. I should not have sang that song near him. Yeah, because I think it added to the Delulu, the Delulu of yeah. it. Yeah, and you know, it's. I I I always go back to that time, and I'm like, did I give him signs that? I liked him. <laughs> oh, and see, I, I just, I love like things like that because there has only been one instance in my life where I, I can, I will die on this hill, like with absolute certainty, put me on lie detectors, whatever, <laughs> that I never gave a person signs ever, mm. ever, ever did I, that I don't know how in the world it like was Delulu in his mind. And then it was Delulu in the minds of those around him. It was like a, it was like COVID. It was, it literally just spread to you all You know, the, I think it was just because him. you were both um, like a girl and a boy hanging out all the time that made people think that it was a yeah, possibility. I feel, and I, I feel like it was just so close to uh, like being out of high school and being yeah, so, we were so it, young. Yeah, that it was still like that mindset. But like I said, I can say with absolute certainty that I never gave, never mm-hmm. indicated anything, never gave any accidental looks either, like yeah. how you and him like accidentally did that day. But like, no. Um, but that's the story, like I said, like I yeah. wouldn't tire of like writing about. I don't know I, if I've told many people, but I, I do think about it. No, I think that is a great one. One that came to mind when you were bringing that up was when we fell asleep and we're late to <laughs> theater. We're late to rehearsals. And our our director was super adamant about nobody being late. And he was that a dictator. you would be in trouble if you were late. We wake up getting a call from him asking where we were. We're already it was already rehearsal time. It was nighttime. <laughs> it was dark. We fell asleep when the sun was out. And he's like, where are you? And I go, ah! I just remember he because he called you. So nothing woke me up and I just hear you go, oh my God. And that terror snapped me out and you just go, Vanessa, and you didn't even wait for me to like, like, as soon as you go, Vanessa, and I felt you move, I just jumped out. And what's my favorite part about that memory is as we're running down the stairs, running down the stairs, you just go, thanks a lot, dad. <laughs> like it was his fault that I didn't wake up. And I remember I slightly, you knew we had rehearsal. Thanks a lot, dad. I slightly turn and you're Dad, your poor dad is just <laughs> sitting on the couch with his so feet, with his feet up on the coffee table watching like something on the TV, and he just is turning to look like what? And you're like, Dad, you knew we had rehearsal. Thanks a lot, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> the 
terror, though. Waking up when you're already supposed to be somewhere is the fucking worst. Especially oh, when, like, me and you had never been late. Never. Ever. We had never, t- like, miss, miss done anything mm-hmm. in that, like... It, we were like the golden children. Yeah. So. And so it was just, like, so... Uh, and what was worse, like... On top of all that was that day I was wearing a sweater saying something like, I love naps or something like that. (laughs) Well, spot on. (laughs) Like that is, I remember that was what it said. What's something else that's funny about that is I remember when we finally talked about like, because obviously he talked to both of us. When I told you, when we've like connected, you were like, oh my God, he was like so upset and like this and that. And I was like, he just told me, just, you know, what happened, like, gently, like, it's okay, don't be late again, though. And you were like, oh, my God, he was so, <laughs> he literally looked at me and was, like, angry. Like, I I think it was because at that time, I really was, like, the golden child mm-hmm. in, like, setting examples. And he used to say something about me all the time, like, um... He would always say, I'm your number one fan. Oh, yeah. Like, all the time to me. Mm -hmm. And so I think me specifically being late, like, really upset him (laughs) because he was like, you're the one who's supposed to be the golden child. Oh, my gosh. I just remember him looking at me so angry and I being so sad. you down again and now i'm like i don't give a shit yeah <laughs> like, now dude, now it's literally like you it's i don't want no there's no like begging of time to be spent there but it's more of like listen i can squeeze you in this much that's it into yeah in, and and that's all yeah, the time like, i can give you the time that i can give to that place now is going every now and then to see the play or like if he really needs help with like some music yeah I'll do that, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it on my timetable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's like that place has given me everything that I needed out of it already. I don't mm-hmm. need to to go back. Yeah. Which is nice. It's nice when like things kind of tie up yeah. for you. Yeah, I do. And I definitely, I don't mind like same like, I rarely, I do it a more rare than you do. But when I have gone back, um, I still have, I don't, what I really go for is like, I still like cherish the memories and I I still I did learn a lot and I am like grateful for it but I don't ever feel like I'm missing anything from it mm-hmm. so I I'm, I just yeah it, go. yeah I feel like my time there has has closed oh yeah I'm good yeah like there's nothing more that I need to learn from that space mm-hmm. yeah it's like tied up with a bow okay I have another one give it this one is, what secret conspiracy would you like to actually start letting other people know? Like about the world? Or... I guess, or just... A secret conspiracy. That who's I wanna it a let... secret for? A secret conspiracy that I want to let the world know. <laughs> I don't know. All my conspiracies are like about the rich and how they're ruining the the world (laughs) my conspiracy and i think i i don't know if this was one for you but i got it from you is that the (laughs) aliens are in the ocean yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's a reason why we don't want to check out the ocean there's a reason we can't and there's a reason that every time we try the ocean's like bitch no yeah we're gonna crush you yeah (laughs) like nah you want to be down here uh 
dead. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's not happening. Yeah. So that's mine, that the aliens are in the ocean. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, conspiracy-wise, there's so many. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I got really into Pizzagate at one point. Mm. Um, you know, how rich people were using emojis and, like, pizza emojis specifically to mm-hmm. buy humans. Um, that wow. it's a whole human trafficking thing, and it all is linked to like, uh, Epstein Island. I oh, yeah. feel like I should not talk about this though, because a lot of people end up dead when they talk about this shit. So <laughs> that's that's a conspiracy though that like cre- creeps me out and like grosses me out to my core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it like was it's not even a conspiracy; like it's straight up real shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's <laughs> so gross that people actually do that shit. Um, if you had to eat a crayon, what color would you choose? Um, Something about red entices me. Yeah, for some reason, I don't think pink would taste good. No, I don't think so either. I think it'd be like, I don't know, like really plain. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's, I think it would be blue. I would taste that's, blue. That's funny. Yeah, you because, were the red crayon yeah. and I was the blue crayon. I know. Yeah. <sighs> I don't have any more, so you can keep going. Okay. Um. Let's tidy it up. Tidy it up. Let's uh find just a couple more, and then we'll end it. Um. Because we've been talking for about an hour. Summarize. Summarize. Um. Oh, tell me about your first crush. <gasps> My. First crush. Uh, I don't know if, honestly, I think, I feel like kindergarten doesn't really count. It can. Uh, okay, I guess. So, I it was kindergarten where the, because I mean, it was also for some, I was around other children. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kindergarten. Uh, I, I think his name was Christian. Oh, Christian. Or Christopher? It was a C name. Okay. And I remember I had a crush on him because he was like an introvert kid where he just kind of, he was really nice and he would, because he was like quiet, he was just kind of like, would talk to you nicely. Mm-hmm. And and I get, I don't know why, but seeing it from my five-year-old mind i didn't know the word i was like looking for was like gentleman but Mm -hmm. i I do now but that's like the vibe he would give and and then there was and then one time he came home he came like to school with like a cast on his (gasps) arm and i was like oh no and and i remember there was this day where i i was i felt like the luckiest girl ever because um (laughs) my apparently my mom my mom was pregnant with my brother and she was close to the end and she, I guess, was going to be late or something. And she asked Christian's mom to pick me up <gasps> with him. Oh, my God. You got to ride in a car with him. We were walking because my, okay. my mom would because like the school was close enough to where my mom and I would walk. And so then like I guess Christian kind of lived close by mm-hmm. also. And then my hopes were dashed because literally – we were still in the 
not property of the school, but outside the gate, like the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. We were literally halfway through it when my mom pulled up and was like, oh, I was actually, I was just a few minutes. I was like, guys, (laughs) darn it. It could have been you and him today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so cute how our minds create crushes and like the littlest things like just him being a gentleman was like that's that's all it took (laughs) yeah yeah and then and then like you know i moved away because (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i never saw anybody again yeah i i can't remember my i'm sure i had crushes in like elementary school and stuff but the first one that i can remember is a middle school crush and it was so stupid i didn't even know this guy's name. Mm-hmm. He was just the tallest boy in school. And he was super emo, had like this dark hair, swoopy yeah. bangs, <laughs> and was tall. And that was enough for me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like this guy. And I remember I ended up having a class with him. And we had talked actually more than, more, like, we've talked, we talked a lot. We actually had like, multiple conversations before this moment Mm -hmm. and i remember (laughs) i still didn't know his name (laughs) despite the fact that we had multiple conversations like deep conversations too and you um, never got called on that you heard his name no i don't know (laughs) and i remember the teacher gave me the um these pamphlets and she was like uh hand them out and they all had our names on them already mm-hmm. and i'm passing out the papers and i go alex who's alex and he goes right next to me he's like i'm alex <laughs> <laughs> i ruined it he from that day on he was like did not talk to me i think he not had a crush on me too but like thought we were friends and the fact that i didn't know his name yeah. made him upset <laughs> so- <laughs> You could have had Alex. I could have had Alex. No, I do not want Alex at all. Um, after that, I was like, oh, God, I ruined it. After that, I, I was so like, embarrassed. I need to make sure I know everybody's name. That I oh, yeah, I never on. forgot his name. I'm never going to forget Alex's name again. <laughs> but it's what's so funny is that when I worked at AMC, <laughs> I was covering for one of the people who were selling tickets when mm-hmm. they were on their break and because I was a manager at the time. And so I'm sitting down selling tickets. And he ends up coming in and as the person who's fixing our icing machine. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Alex. Um, and he was probably like, who are you? Both of us pretended like we didn't know each other. I was wow. like, icing machine's over there. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go to middle school together. I said, go fix the icing machine. <laughs> so, yeah, like the the short-lived relationship of my crush <laughs> I had to get over it pretty fast because I was like, this guy's not talking to me. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Um, Let's see if there's any more I want to ask you before we end. Okay. How would your parents describe your personality? Oh, dramatic. Um. I, I actually do – I do – dramatic would be in there. Mm-hmm. They would just describe it dramatic. They would also say sensitive. Um, I like to think they would say I'm family-oriented. Oh, they will always say, oh, she reads so much. She reads a <laughs> lot. She – too much. Too um, much. <laughs> and And they would say like I buy too many books. Like that's what they'd be like, too much like – 
because they're mm-hmm. on the floor in my room, like yeah. stacking up I on mean, the wall. I mean, they're two different hobbies. One yes. is book buying and one is book reading. And that's they're what they don't get. Two very different hobbies. Yeah. So they'd say that, oh, my dad would say I'm terrible with money. You'd <laughs> be like, she's a spender like her mom. Oh, that's such a dad thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what my dad would say. Um, my mom would say I'm not a good cook and that I don't like the kitchen. Oh, my goodness. And um, oh, yeah. And they'd say that I have a huge anger thing that like if I unleash it, you better be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Chili pepper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a tsunami. Like I'm going to take shit. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, when it rolls back in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's how all of that they would use. Mm-hmm. And they'd probably keep going on and on. And okay. On. But what are the good things that they would say? Um, I think they would say that I make sacrifices for my family and they'd say that I'm a good daughter and a good sister. They'd say that I'm reliable and mm-hmm. very it's like I might not be responsible in some things but they like I am the go-to for everything. Yeah. So they would definitely say like I'm responsible, reliable and they say I'm smart. Mhm. And and loyal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. She said, yeah, after the loyal. <laughs> what other friends do you have besides me? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the loyal thing. Yeah. That's. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. It's, so I actually, my parents, they. Your parents think the world of you. They oh, do think the world yeah. of me. Oh, the world is, the world is jasmine. <laughs> Which That's... is really heavy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other day I actually was at their their house and my dad talked to me about the podcast because he listens. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. They both listen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can't understand they it. They can't. <laughs> I don't want them to. Um, and so uh, my dad was like, yeah, me and your mom were actually talking about your podcast and um, we were just like talking about how comforting you are. Like you just enter a room and I'm in like people are just instantly comforted. And I'm like, that's a that's a you thing. Like a lot of people, especially at work, I come into the room and it's like anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Jasmine's here, what's going on? <laughs> she yeah. she looks like she's anxious. <laughs> so yeah, my parents think of me like as comforting and same thing as you said, like reliable and responsible. And at actually when in Alturas, when Mark and I got engaged, my in where in Alturas. Oh, okay. What? Oh, are you? I didn't know if we, we were... didn't. I didn't cut it out of the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> then we're good. Um. <laughs> yeah. So when we got engaged at Lily Lake in Northern California, um, when we we're doing like the toast, mm-hmm. my mom was like. If I die tomorrow, I know she would take care of my sons. And I was like, ah! <laughs> don't put that on me. Yeah. Like, it's like, they can um, take care of themselves. Yeah. They're all grown. Yeah. So I think my parents just see me as like the person who takes care of other people are mm-hmm. like, so, which is fine. I mean, that's kind of what I want to be seen as and yeah. known as because that's 
I, that's the effort I put in. So it's nice that they see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did also ask my dad if he thought I was funny mm-hmm. when he was listening to the podcast. And he said, uh, you're you're hilariously cute. And I said, that's not the same <laughs> that's thing. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. I asked if you thought I was funny and you said I was hilariously cute. So now I know that you don't think I'm funny. And that upsets me greatly. <laughs> hilariously cute i was like i had never been dissed so hard in my life you son of a gun how dare you call me hilariously cute (laughs) you know it's really hard and i feel like even if people like tell someone like oh yeah you're this i feel like i'm surrounded by truly funny people like mario i think he's funny and he's quick with fucking comebacks here's the thing like he he lets things fall out of his head so much that I don't know how I think it's because he has all those all the wit comebacks yeah like just stored up there he only has, like, he only yeah. has comebacks that's it <laughs> yeah he's like uh, not nah, let me hit you with this and this and there's just one after the other and like so I feel like I'm surrounded by like truly funny people mm-hmm. so uh you had always told me that like you thought I was funny and it wasn't until we finally did that like writing workshop where we ended it and they. The actors like did a cold reading of my piece and everybody was laughing because mm-hmm, it was hilarious and they thought it was funny too. And, and then I remember we were walking back to the car and, and you said like, dude, I'm telling you, like, you're really funny. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'll, yeah, there's some things like, and I can fix up that I wasn't able to before, but I, yeah, I was very, I guess it's one thing to like see it on paper mm-hmm. and think like it sounds funny in my head and then you write it on paper and it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, oh, this is so funny. And then when someone reads it, they're like, this isn't funny. Yeah, at all. because comedy is subjective. Yeah. And so I remember when I wrote that 10 minute play about both my grandmas having dementia mm-hmm. and starting a house fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I was writing it, I was like, this is like so cliche. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody's going to like it. And then when I heard it out loud for the first time, not being able to stop laughing and like everybody in the room laughing with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So it just takes like people to bring it to life to really show Mm -hmm. how funny this is. Yeah. And I have to say the actors they picked were so spot on. You have the best actors (laughs) for your piece. They were so great. Uh, it is just incredible. I mean, I think we got like really lucky with our actors just yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. But my God, were yours just like solid picks? <laughs> I yeah. no no auditions needed. No. They're it cast. Yeah. Yep. Like even the girl, the way her cadence and the way she talked, I was like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah. So um, my dad doesn't think I'm funny. Is what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask him if he thinks I'm funny? I didn't. I'll, <laughs> Dad, the next time I see you, you got to let us know if you think Vanessa's funny. <laughs> He's going to be like, hilariously cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, you better think I'm funny. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I don't have any other questions. So. Me either. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you Ooh. for joining us. And if you have any questions that you want us to answer yes. the next time we do this. Because we will. Yes. I really like this one. Mm -hmm. Because it gives us time to be introspective while also laughing a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.